or what Tech said was true. Leave yeah. everything at the door when you come into the future. Yeah, you, yeah. you just you come in and you just expect the unexpected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what do you what do you boys think of um Fiji now? Vern Cotter and the new I mean, I think you guys and I I know you're not one to blow your trumpets too much, but and particularly Tech, you given you were in that Fiji team for a longer period with with um Pat not being available for a long period of time and having to stay true to New Zealand for a while there, but Obviously, you went through a really um, amazing time with Fiji Rugby and helped to rebuild and get them in a pretty yeah. powerful position now where in 2022, they may have a team in Super Rugby, which yeah, pretty awesome. But what do you think of um, where Fiji Rugby is at the moment? Obviously, the Autumn Series up there where you're at, mate, is happening <coughs> hopefully next week if they get through COVID and don't have any positive tests. They've got yeah. 29 positive tests as of yeah. this morning. 29? Yeah, oh. 29. So um, I think uh, okay. Be, so maybe maybe not maybe not this week. Yes. Yeah. yeah next week. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> Fiji Fiji rugby has come a long way. Um, I think I remember when uh, one of our biggest weakness was our set piece, like our especially our, our scrum. Like in 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 when I still remember when my brother played back then, every team was to run over Fiji just like. They were, they, I thought the, the Fords were wearing moldies or something, you know? You know, there was no, uh, yeah, they had just, they, they couldn't like hold any scrum at all. So uh, we had to work hard um, as forwards to try and set a platform for our backs, knowing that they're the most dangerous backs in the world and still the dangerous backs in the world. Mm-hmm. And as you can see, like Australia, New Zealand, anywhere in the world, they've, they've got Fijian wingers. So uh, yeah, we like with John McKee, we worked really hard on a set piece to try and set a platform because the game was changing. It was getting <clears throat> more physical. The scrumming was getting more technical. So uh, um, so was a key part of their latex. Yeah, like grumpy, grumpy. Yeah. Yes, grumpy was a big part of that, and uh, and I told the boys like, don't come in to the team just to like make numbers. Try and make. Make a name for yourself. Like, don't try and like play for like fame or for whatever. Because it's like it'll I, I rather after. yeah, yeah, it'll come after. Because I, I don't want to be, I don't be in a team that be like, oh yeah, the team was good, but they were like, you know, hmm. they, they didn't really like. So like um, the last year's team. Hey, Papa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I don't need to bring up those. Those leave it. Leave it. Yeah. Fiji, Fiji rugby is probably in the best uh, uh, moving forward is probably in the best position in the, both two uh, nations for the last 10 years I think Fiji rugby has probably made the most um, achievements and uh, and Van Cotter being in the team and the new and the new coaches I'm very very excited of what they have to bring because the what we the hard work has been done now is just to like now is they, they don't have to rebuild they just have to perform you know mm. now like all the boys are playing professionally so yeah so we don't have to there's no more rebuilding everyone is playing professionally so now just uh, I told um, I think Pat and the, all and all the group we've got this uh, group together I told them now we have to prepare that even if you're not getting picked still train hard because once your name get called knowing Fiji they just call you like two days. You probably don't know. You'll be like, oh, game tomorrow. You might have to come in. You just have to be ready. So, yeah. uh, like, mentally prepare physically because, yeah. So, um, 
yeah, uh, moving forward, I think Fiji is probably in the best um, best hands with uh, Vern Cotter and uh, hopefully he picks me next year sometime. Yeah, <laughs> Vern, if you're listening. <laughs> James, <laughs> yeah, um, well, let's go. Uh, Pat, what do you reckon around there? Um, I think we're going good because there are um, a lot more players playing professionally. Back in the like, back in the day before, like Tex and them joined, there was. People who were playing overseas, but they were playing like club rugby, not yeah, not really, yeah. yeah, not really um, in the big teams, and yeah. You only and, have to have a look at Leone, you know, where Leone's what he's done, and then obviously even you know um, our friend Mr. Penny Revai, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, at Clement Kimbo, and Kimbo Slice, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, oh, with Vin, you know, he, he selected quite a few uh, local boys this year. For the eight nations, and uh, hopefully they get like a chance to um, or to play and like get contracts that would only help us um, in the future as well. Um, uh, you're looking towards the next World Cup and 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 the future of Fiji rugby. It's pretty scary what may happen if you guys do get that um, Fiji rugby and the Moana Pacifica team are in that Super Rugby competition because it's just going to be a platform for you. It's just going to take off, I'd say. Too much talent. Yeah, finally, um, we got we got a team in there and uh, hopefully we can bring some upcoming players to come in and uh, showcase their talent and like, move up, move up faster think, yeah. rather than waiting yeah, to go overseas. Yeah. Yeah, it's about time because we've been, I've been Tonga Samoa, we've been in the shadows for so long. And I think mm. it's about, I think uh, going back to what I said about 10 years ago, we start rebuild, we, we start to build a platform, especially the forwards. Mm. Getting recognized in the world helps big time, like funding teams. So like for, for us to like, uh, I remember in 2015, uh, when we went into the World Cup, none of our props were playing any club they were like not contract they were just playing like romania manasa was playing in romania ravi was still in fiji and uh we set out to be like the like to be the best forward pack at, at the tournament and after the tournament i think all of them got contracts mm. and now ravi has made made a name for himself so uh after that the the fiji front uh prop were actually recognized before it was only Tongan and samoa mm all over the world so like we actually changed the dynamics of the whole like if i look back like if we didn't do that i think we could have still been pushed around didn't win anything and we got likes of nakarawa and everyone now coming up so we had a really good back five to back our like props so like after that powerful we actually started, yeah powerful back five yeah so um yeah so we actually helped with that now and drew a team, start putting it in, and, and Grumpy worked with them as well. So it kind of like a uh, domino effect from a very good um, um, uh, setup from like 10 years ago from now. Yeah. So um, so it was, we're actually moving forward. So I'm very proud. Every time I hear news about uh, Fiji's getting, I'm like, oh man, this is exactly where I saw the team going rather than, you know, like just be making numbers. I told the team, told the boys, don't make numbers here. Like, you're here to play for your country, 
don't disappoint us. Don't disappoint your. I don't want to be walking down the street and they said, "Oh, that tax is shit." Back then, I would be so pissed off. You know, I'll be really, really. <laughs> I'll, I'll probably, my, I'll probably throw him with my walking stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Let's. Uh, I don't. Know, I don't know if we can um, liven up a little bit more than what it is, but let's. Uh, let's ask you yeah. a, a few quick-fire questions. Just three oh. of them. Uh, we'll go with Paddy because we want oh. we want Pat to. Um, uh, we'll go uh, one question and then you can answer it uh, each, and with Pat first. So, favorite player growing up? Um, Wesley Rivi. Because it was sevens on TV, hundred yeah, percent correct. Sevens all the time. It was Wesley Rivi or the wingers, um, William Ryder uh, or Delasau, Philip yeah. Morning Delasau, yeah, or Marika Bunimbaka. Mm. Uh, my favorite, my favorite player was uh, Iferemi Rawanga. He was a Fiji lock forward, very talented. Played sevens as well, so he was probably the pioneer of like for us lock forward coming in Fiji. So he was like, because I saw myself there one day, so I kind of like memorized. I used to follow him around the street just to like follow the way he walks, the way he dresses. <laughs> And then my mom was like, that's close, it's too expensive. Oh, okay, sorry, never mind, never mind, never mind. <laughs> nice. Okay, so second question. If you could if you could choose one other sport to play professionally, what would it be and why? I'd play um, basketball because you can play for ages and, and, and get heaps of money. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, the injuries are not too play, bad, too. <laughs> probably play tennis. So, uh, saying tennis, because when I was younger, my mom joined a tennis club in Fiji. Pet knows it's like right by uh, Albert Park. So, I used to play tennis when I was from uh, 6 to 14 years old. So, I was playing tennis and, um, and I stopped until my friends found out I was playing tennis. And back in Fiji, if you play tennis, you're a little bit kind of like... You know, a little bit poofta, you know, you hang around the, well, you know, they're like, so um, I didn't, so when I was playing, I didn't tell anyone because I was ashamed because in Fiji, either you use rugby, it's either only one sport, rugby. If you can't play rugby, you don't you play at all. Called, uh, don't play yeah, Don't play at all. Yeah, don't play anything. Just walk home. Go home and Tearing go squad. back. Go back. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, uh, one one day I came from, uh, when I was playing tennis, I saw all my friends standing at the gate, like laughing at me. They were pointing at me. I told my mom, I can't play uh, tennis anymore. I need to play rugby. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you I'll also went there at night, eh? Yep. yep. <laughs> I mean, nighttime, nights. Dating spot. <laughs> <laughs> right, question number three. Uh, right, dinner date. Who would you take? Uh, you're allowed to take one professional rugby player, one famous yeah. person who isn't a sportsman, and anybody else. Paddy? Uh, um, what, what's the first Who's one? Who's the rugby player? Who's the rugby player you want rugby to take? Rugby player. I would take... Um... Oh, I'll take Nico Matawalu. Oh, 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 I'll take text, text, text. No, you can't one. take text. You're not allowed to take text. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, take, so why would you take Nico? I'll take Nico. Oh, 
because he he's got he just keeps on talking you won't you know you won't run out of things to discuss and um famous, famous sports, person famous person who wasn't a sportsman not sports um uh, i would take um a singer oh, which singer would i take oh can i take a band or sure if you want that's it's your call i take 660 and um and i take my wife so we can talk and then listen to them play <laughs> but nico is going to override everything and just be and the, then, the, the yeah. joker nah, he'll probably start dancing and <laughs> and jumping on the mic as well <laughs> takes what we sing his own song <laughs> takes talk me through rugby player uh my feel probably I'd take uh, Dan Carter. Oh. oh, Dan Carter is my favorite number 10. Hey Dan Carter, I know I like you bro. I love you bro. If you're listening, you. <laughs> if you're listening baby, super baby biggest fan. <laughs> uh yes, Dan Carter probably one of um, not a celebrity uh would be probably the I'd probably uh the pope take the pope for dinner. And uh, and then my mom. So that could be a best, uh, probably my best three people. Quite different uh, colors to uh, Texas dinner. Maybe yeah. a bit quieter, I would say. Yeah, very quiet. I want, I want some life lessons from the Pope. I want some life lessons from the Pope. And then <laughs> how's the girls, man? You know how you know he's got I like the way he dresses, the way he holds himself. So quite I admire the way he's like the way he speaks. So he's like my role model, you know. Well, uh, so he's very nice. He's only got one uh one uh, one uniform he wears all the time. Uh one uniform uh, Louis Vuitton. Hey mate, that's Louis one uniform is very expensive, eh? <laughs> very expensive, mate. Right? The uh, church paid for that, uni- mate. <laughs> <laughs> mate, uh text your um super baby. So you talked around before in terms of yeah. how the slogan came about, but um, wait, wait. Yeah. I, can I can I just sure. cut in here? Sure. Oh, okay. uh, let's ask Tex. Who who put it on the hat? Who put that silver baby on the hat with him? Who held his okay, hand okay, through okay. it? Okay. Eh? Okay. Patrick, uh, Patrick helped me out. Uh, from my idea, he helped design my first, uh, we just, uh, we designed our first hat together in a dodgy Tongan uh a head place somewhere we, we just kind of randomly Nukwalofa, baby. yeah Nukwalofa. we just walked past when we saw these guys like american so, like tongan acting like american you know like uh, they were like they think they were the coolest so, out, so they did our hats so um yeah so i uh, yeah posted up my hat on uh, social media and um i had friends i had over about uh, 100 200 uh, friends from the uk that wanted to buy my hat at, at that time i thought it was a very because i've never done anything like that and um yeah that was not none of my was ever in my line of like um because i thought i'd invest in something else but yeah so well, that's how we started um and then I, when i went into the team with patrick <clears throat> the whole team wanted the hat yeah. so they told us to do some more to do 30 and sell it to the team 
So I thought it was really silly because as, as an islander, you, you, we don't uh, talk about business. We don't talk about uh, sharing stuff. So uh, it was kind of like uh, I was feeling, uh, I felt a um, little bit <clears throat> embarrassed that I was, <clears throat> I had to like sell something back to them, which is a lot, not part of our culture. Yeah. Like our culture is a lot about the charity. We, yeah, we give for free, and um, and uh, and then Aiden did a did a little um, 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 workshop with us, and just explaining how you can maximize yeah, Aiden from your, the Pacific Players Association. Yeah, yeah, yes. So he said how to maximize your your when you're still playing internationally, the amount of money you can uh, you have to start your own business, and um, yeah, and uh, yeah. So that's that's how we started off. Um, and that my wonder, and that hat got stolen. My my hat, uh, Patrick. It got oh, stolen. Patrick I was stole. so upset. Yeah. No, I give mine away. I think it was two parties stole my hat. So uh, yeah, and I was <laughs> I was injured. I was injured for six months when I was in Newcastle. So in that uh, when I was in Newcastle, six months, I had to like either just sit around because I be, that's probably my fifth or fourth injury. You kind of know what's the like. It gets boring, you know. Yeah. So um, within the six months, I started like drafting, um, like sketching designs, asking ask Patrick, ask all my friends. My friends were like quite fancy posh English boys. I said, "How how is this?" Because they got very expensive taste. So they started like helping me out, and then I drafted a design, and then yeah. You've and done well. With, uh, you've done well with like uh, you've had obviously your your idol and. DC Dan Carter, you've had James Haskell, you've had uh, Joe Ross. Yes, a lot of the boys yes. have obviously wear the hats and like the brand yeah. Super Baby. The biggest one was uh, Dan Carter because Joe Rockovoco, uh was probably one of my like uh, idols as well. Like growing up, he messaged me on Instagram asking for the hat, and I felt I, I couldn't believe it that I have never spoken to him, never. Never spoken to him, never even like, you know, like seen him or like in person. So uh, for him to message me to like asking me, uh, where can I buy the hats? So I sent him like uh, two hats and uh, then he gave one to uh, uh, DC. Um, and then um, after two weeks, I was so proud. I said, you don't have to do anything. After two weeks, um, uh, Joe messaged me back saying, hey, DC really likes your hat. He likes wearing your hat around the club when he was back in racing. So uh, they took a photo, and then for him to re- to uh, tell me that he's a branded guy, very popular, still the biggest then, for him to wear my hat proudly and say like it fits better, like like goes well. He likes the logo. I, it's, that's when I knew I had something, you know, like coming from a from a guy who wears everything, you know, everything is sponsored. Yeah, so all the big brand names. So that's one thing I I grow my brand is like. Yeah, so I'm glad that, and with the help of Patrick, uh, um, yeah, so that's how we we kind of started the brand. Yeah, as I said to you, mate, I still think um, I still think your brand has even more potential than you think. So we'll we'll keep working on that, mate, because it's um, yeah, yeah, it's a great brand you got there. Thanks. What we're going to do is we're going to finish off with um, going back to the serious route because I'm um, you've given imparted some uh, heaps of knowledge. And keep it light and funny, as you both, uh, you know, is your mantra. Um, but I'm keen for you to give us what's your the most important thing or advice you'd give young aspiring Fijian, not just Fijian, Pacifica 
players who are on island who are trying to get off island and just you know how do they go about doing you know um, training how do they go about um, uh, preparing themselves to be hopefully professional rugby players Patrick um, I think for me it's um, if I would tell a kid or children uh, I'd tell them to just keep training um, stay ready because uh, opportunity to, could come like the next day or you know just just be ready for that opportunity keep the body fit uh, keep playing if you're in a competition keep playing play as many games as possible because that's how you know you learn more when you play and um, yeah muscle memory stay pressured mm. nice Uh, I think if, for me is to uh, for any Fijians uh, out there or any uh, you know the Pacific Island is um, you have to know where you, where you going you know like you have to set yourself a goal um, from a young age like see yourself in four years five years time you know and then work towards it um, I probably the biggest lesson is like Uh, listen to your parents. Um, I was blessed that I was, and my mom and Patrick's mom, uh, parents were like really well educated. So we, and uh, yeah, we found our way into like, um, yeah, listen to your parents uh, um, and be inspired to play for your country. You know, uh, either you, uh, if you get the opportunity to play for the All Blacks, you know, you play with all your heart because uh, rugby is a very short career. You have only a short window to be there and Um, you have to impress every game because the next guy is right behind you and he's as good as as fast as you as good as you so make sure you when you're in there make it count so when you leave when you leave that um, when you leave the jersey you've actually are proud that you wore the jersey at one point of your life because that that uh, that story will be passed on to your kids and then yeah so leave a good legacy You know, don't don't play just to impress. You know, make sure you leave a legacy when you like, when you um, play. Yeah, that's just me. Oh, and another Thank thing, you. I got another thing. Hey, what other yeah. thing? If you finish, no, have finish. a have a second, second um, a plan B. Like whether you know, most of most of the boys here in New Zealand, they 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 doing uh, papers in university and stuff. So, like, while while you you could be a professional rugby player, it, at any time you can be cut down. You know, um, you one one bad tackle or one bad sidestep away from like your career going down the drain. So, always have a plan B. Yeah, study hard, boys. Keep stay in school. Don't do drugs. Holy. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thank Just you, boys. Be yourself. Be yourself. Be yourself. Good advice, Dex. Um, gentlemen, we'll, uh, Vanaka Vakalevu, thank you very much for your time. Uh, not only for this, not only for this uh, little podcast we're doing here, boys, but um, uh, I know obviously I, I manage and look after uh, both of you and had uh, quite a bit to do, but not only obviously, just as I, as I mentioned from the start, not only you as rugby players, but the way you are as, uh, as gentlemen. 
um, you should be very proud of yourselves. And it's uh, an honor for us to assist you through the journey, guys. So um, I know you're at the back end of your careers. So um, as I've said before, um, I'm sure no matter what happens in the rugby space, we'll continue to uh, stay connected and um, help you through life. So once again, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Just Shane, Super Baby and Patio out. See you, buddy. Really hope you enjoyed the story that was shared today. To hear more about our regular podcast, please follow us on Apple or Spotify Podcasts through Instagram, Facebook, or NewStarSports.com.au. Thank you.